WSMP LPFM McGee is Renew 96.9, keeping you in touch with McGee and our community with local issues that you care about. This is the Renew Podcast with your host, Jack Robertson. Well, joining us once again, Mayor Del Barry for the city of McGee. And uh, Mayor, you guys have been very, very busy here lately. Yes, we have. Uh, we're in the process of hiring police chief, and also we have four more openings with C. McGee. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Of course, the, the big one that everybody's talking about, uh, the chief of police, uh, with Randy Crawford retiring, now it's time to uh, to fill that seat. You want to get that filled actually pretty soon. Yes, uh, Chief Crawford retired at the end of June, and uh, my wishes were to have someone in place by July 19th. Where currently, mm-hmm. the board has appointed Chris Jones as interim police chief, but I'd like to fill that in July 19th. Now, what we have, we have five candidates that were interviewed on July 13th, and not July 13th. And then on the night of July 15th, we will have a, a, a special call board meeting, and the new board would. Uh, would tell me which chief they want to go with. And I'd like for the new chief to start work on July 19th. And, of course, those, those candidates, uh, they are. We have five. Uh, we I know we talked about it briefly on the air already uh, earlier, but uh, but the five, uh, can you go ahead? But I'd, I'd like to go over, I'm going to go over in alphabetical order. Okay. First candidate is Art James. Uh, he lives in Puckett now. He comes from the Smith family out here in the Oak Grove community, 13 and 28. Art has 25 years with the Mississippi Highway Patrol, and uh, he's he's retired from the Highway Patrol. But he says, I'm too young to go home, and uh, and a lot of people ask me who Art James is. I said, you know the Highway Patrolman with the big arms? He said, oh, yeah, we know exactly what you're talking about, but that's <laughs> Art James. Okay. And the next one is Chris Jones. Chris is our interim chief. He has 15 years in law enforcement. He is our constable, and like I said, he's been our interim police chief and has been doing an excellent job. He is very professional, and uh, he, he has done a good job. The third candidate is Shane Little. Shane is a uh, former McGee policeman. He is he's still in the McGee Fire Department. And Shane is an officer in the Covenant County Sheriff's Office, and I do know that Shane comes with a very strong military background. Mm-hmm. He was in the military. Next is Willie McDonald. It is a lady. She is uh, uh, from Mendenhall. Her expertise is with the uh, Mississippi Department of Corrections, and uh, I've heard her speak before on the, on the campaign stump, and she's an excellent speaker, and uh, she will be interviewed for that. The last candidate is Wade Parm. Wade is retired from Mississippi Bureau of Narcotics. He was very high up in the Mississippi Bureau of Narcotics and can't disclose too much what he did because that's a dangerous job. But right. uh, he, he is a local guy that was born and raised in McGee. His mother still is in McGee, and he's moving back to McGee. And he started off, Wade started off in the McGee Police Department. Also, Wade was one of what I've always called Lloyd's boys. In the 70s and 80s, we had a famous sheriff in Simpson County mm-hmm. named Lloyd Jones who was uh, murdered in the in the 90s. But Lloyd had a uh, – I was uh, just thinking about all the deputies. He trained at very young. Uh, Chief Crawford was one of Lloyd's boys when he was young. Hmm. Uh, sheriff Brian Bailey out of uh, Rankin County was one of Lloyd's boys. Sheriff Paul Mullins was one of Lloyd's boys. And now, <laughs> now we have Wade. He was one of Lloyd's boys. Uh, sheriff Jones had about seven or eight young guys that he trained, and every one of them have excellent careers. But these five, like I said, are going to interview on on July 13th, next Tuesday, this Tuesday night, and then on Thursday the board will come together. We'll name a chief, and I hope they can start working on July 19th. 
And what I like about this is the fact that all five of those guys are are solid. So it's going to be a good decision regardless. It is. And like I said, Mr. Willie McDowell is a lady. And, and, you know, I was thinking about that. The city of McGee was actually the first municipality state of Mississippi that had a female police chief. Miss Bueller Lott in the 80s was the police chief of McGee, and she was the first female police chief in the state of Mississippi. The one thing that we really need to make sure is that uh, that we have the uh, police department, of course, uh, the, the leader of it, you know, really doing what needs to be done in this community because uh, one of the big things that, I, that I'm seeing is uh, there, there's a, an addiction issue. Oh, this, oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's bad. That's the... Well, the number one complaints is uh, is drug problem. We we have a bad drug problem. We have homeless, uh, a lot of homeless people due to drugs. And mm-hmm. we have the churches. I know this church where I'm at now. They really help the homeless, but it, it, it's a bad problem. You know, and that, I tell people, drugs don't discriminate. They don't discriminate. No. You know, but it, it it black, white, rich, poor, drugs don't discriminate, and it, it is a bad problem. Now, the city of McGee, you're actually looking to fill a few other positions as well. I, I just recently saw this information come out. We, we have some, and the board, Alderman Brown, suggested with this new board that we need to be more transparent, open with the public, and, and we are. And this, and we're advertising, and I'll go over some of this. Uh, we are hunting a building superintendent. We are hunting a building inspector. We are hunting assistant fire marshal. And we are hunting a maintenance man. Now, where we are now... Our building superintendent we had was Mr. Hugh Dillmore, mm-hmm. and he resigned. So I have moved up. Mr. Tim Bray, our maintenance guys, moved up into an interim position, uh, building superintendent, because somebody has to be in charge of the crews. Okay, and then I took the assistant fire marshal, and I have moved him up to the building inspector. That was Mr. Joe Oriel, who retired. Uh, Philip McGee has moved up to that. So we're we're advertising four positions, even though that uh, two of them are really already filled. But I just moved them up, so we'll see how it goes. Little little comment on that: that uh, uh, we're t- we're taking applications. No resumes are required. Deadline for applications is five o'clock p.m. on July nineteenth, and you can pick up an application at City Hall. The applicants will re- be uh, be named at the July twentieth board meeting. The, uh, the ones that get the job and mm-hmm. and uh, that's always with C McGee you get state package with state retirement PERS public employee retirement system and you get state insurance you get state holidays and the perks that come with a, a state employee and then and the salaries are determined by the board of aldermen they determine the salary but you know to we have a budget so we're currently in budget year and in the new budget year will start October 1st but it, it, I can tell you right now that whoever the board of Alderman chooses and whatever they set the salary, I, I can tell you the maximum till, till October 1st, till something changed. The building superintendent pays 50498 Building inspector pays 39247 Assistant fire marshal pays 39400 Maintenance man pays 37067 And that those uh, salaries... That being the max, or the board maybe won't reduce it. That would definitely be the price range until October 1st, unless the board decides to give more. Well, as of July 1st, new aldermen were officially set, and actually everybody, the mayor's aldermen, everybody was sworn in on July 1st. Uh, tell us, now that we are into the new chapter, uh, I mean, we, you already have a, a board meeting you know, in the books. What's the future looking like now? It's looking good, and that's a lot. The first Tuesday in July, state law said the municipal officials that are elected have, uh, you know, it starts in July, 
And so this past Tuesday night, everybody has to be rehired. Even even our contracts with all the business and what have you, it, they have to be renewed too. And the, and the new administration, they have the power to, to vote to renew it or to do what legally you can do that. But so we uh, we had a long board meeting. We was there at about nine o'clock Tuesday night. Right, six thirty. We were there at about nine o'clock. Uh, any big uh, any big plans on the horizon that we need to know about? No, just uh, you know our, our our retail business is doing well in McGee. I want to spend some. Uh, we're going to concentrate on some paving projects. We uh, mm-hmm. uh, keep our water and sewer. And I've said before now, you know, I know people get frustrated with water and sewer, and we're doing the best we could. But you know, it, you could be in Jackson or Crystal Springs or Vicksburg. That's three cities that are close by that that are had their experience major water problems now. But I, our guys do a good job, and we've applied for a grant. I don't know if we'll do it. And uh, but now I, I tell you that the uh, interim building superintendent. Tim Bray, who came from maintenance to building superintendent, he found uh, one major flaw that we had in our sewer system, and we have fixed it in-house. We had a major water and sewer break that uh, some of the guys didn't think we could handle, but Tim and his crew, we got that fixed. So he saved the city a lot of... He's had two projects since he's been an interim superintendent that's really saved the city of McGee a lot of money. And we uh, we try... I mean, uh, uh, there's two or three streets in McGee... We could clean them up one day, and I'm telling you, the next day they'll be messed up again. And then a lot of people need to realize, City of McGee, that a lot of a lot of our roads is really falls under Mississippi Department of Corrections, mm-hmm. and uh, they get frustrated about potholes and and bush hogging, what have you. But a lot of the things you see is actually MDOC right away, which the City of McGee we did this uh, a year ago. We contracted the highway out. Uh, for for cutting grass because we felt that was our uh, calling card for people coming through McGee the highway. Right, and we and the board they they said we can't depend on MDOC to get out there twice a year and bush hog our roads. So so we contracted out. I think we paid. Uh, we we took bids and I think the low bid came at thirty five thousand. But we try to concentrate on the forty nine quarter because the traffic count out there is thirty thousand weekly daily. Mm-hmm. And then, like on a weekend or holiday, it's up, up as high as forty thousand. But we actually had to come out of our budget to because we felt like that was a priority. Now the legislature they did pass mandating that the MDOC cut the grass out there all for the whole state because I I didn't realize that every municipality and state was having the same problem. It doesn't say how many times they had to cut it, so we may still be at twice a year. But we thought that was money well invested in. Uh, to, to keep our 49 Carter looking good. Mayor Del Barry, City of McGee, thank you so much for taking the time to come in and, uh, and keep us up to date with what's happening for the city. Thank you. Thank you, Jack. Appreciate you inviting me. Invite me anytime. You've been listening to the Renew Podcast. Find out more about the ministry and outreach of Renew 96.9 by going online at Renew969.com or on Facebook at Renew 96.9.